Welcome to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. It is Tuesday, November 14th, and the Ravens are gearing up for a Thursday night football game against the Cincinnati Bengals at M&T Bank Stadium. As Ravens prepare for that game, today we had a chance to hear from head coach John Harbaugh. All right, good to see everybody. Appreciate you coming out. Great day for football. Heck of a work day for us, and uh, we're really getting tuned in for Thursday night. We're looking forward to it. What questions do you have? John, uh, again, you know, anything else to add with, with uh, either Ronnie or Marlon at all? No, I mean, we're on a short week. You know, guys are working. It's just a different kind of a schedule, you know, so... Um, They'll be working, and we'll see how the guys, all the different guys, we'll see how they are Thursday, really, is where we're at. So uh, uh, guys are doing their best, and we'll probably have some, some good news and maybe maybe not some other ones. But uh, guys are working hard to get back. No, just kind of the same comment I just had, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I don't really think there is a, a difficulty. You know, it's kind of you're used to doing it in the National Football League in your division. It's just part of the process, and you appreciate it. You know the teams. They know you. It's a high, heated rivalry, a very familiar games, you know. So, uh, But they're always different still, with that being said. So we just got to be ready for whatever happens, uh, play our best football, and uh, see what we can do. <laughs> Well, it's different. I mean, you know, you've, you've got, uh, you don't have as many days. Uh, we came out and did what we did today. We thought, we hope it'll be effective, you know. You do your best you can, try to figure out all the kind of little scientific numbers and things that go with it. But bottom line, it's football. We're trying to be as sharp as we can Thursday night. John, off topic a little bit, when's the last time you spoke to your brother and how'd that conversation go? And do you have any opinion of everything that he's dealing with and what's going on in Michigan? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've talked to him quite a bit. Uh, I have a lot of opinions on it, obviously. I'm his brother, you know, and uh, I'm proud as heck of him. I'm really impressed with the way he's handled himself through all this. I mean, it's been a long run. And uh, about everything you, everything can be done to, you know, his phones, his computers, and all that stuff have been looked at. And he's come through this thing with flying colors. And uh, they really have, you know, I don't know if, what, what they're trying to get, but they don't have anything of substance. And I just think I'm proud of him. I think it's a, a real compliment to our family and to him something for us to be proud of because and as kids can see this, you know, you get kind of in this kind of a situation where you, you become, you come under fire for whatever reasons and you come out in really good place doing the right thing all the time. And I'm really proud of that. And I think it's great for family and kids. And it's just a great blessing in that sense. He's a great man. He's a great coach. His players love him. His coaches love him. And, uh, and he stands tall through all this. I know you got to get through Thursday, but knowing the schedule and their schedule, will you see him Saturday? Do you have oh. plans to go to the game? If this goes the way it went last week, would you watch it with him? How yeah, well, that's a lot of good questions. I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's, uh, let's get through Thursday night and see where we're at. But I'll, be, I'll definitely be pulling for him and, uh, and, and the whole team on Saturday for sure. But, uh, yeah, I, we're thinking about Thursday night, 100%. On a family theme as well, Keith Mitchell is the latest of a number of players you've coached whose father's played in the NFL. Is there anything that you note about guys who come from that background that is an advantage or makes them set apart in any way? I think there really is an advantage. You know, I mean, he's grew up with it. He's, he's, you know, his dad is a great dad. He comes from a great family. 
Uh, they, uh, they, they just have been great parents. He's been raised so well. And then he's been raised in the kind of that football environment where he's watched his dad, he's been proud of his dad. He's seen the old clips from his dad with the Ravens. It's very meaningful for him, I think, to be in the National Football League, to be here. Uh, it's the same owner as when his dad was here, you know, and he's had conversations with Steve on a regular basis, you know, and I just think those kind of things make it even more about family, you know, and once a Raven, always a Raven, and certainly in that case, it's a family affair, so it helps. There's no doubt about it. I don't know if you saw this last night on Monday Football, but Pat Mahomes said that MT Bank Stadium is one of the two loudest stadiums he's ever played in. Yeah. No. Just wondering what you think. What was the other one? The other one was Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just it's a good one. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> Your thoughts on the environment, especially in these night primetime games? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited. I, it's it's great. You, you love our fan. It, it's great. It's great. In great in the day, and it's even better at night. You know, so. It's going to be a great night Thursday night. We're proud to have this game. Appreciate you know, the opportunity to play a home primetime game like this, especially such an important game like this. Our players are excited. I know, I know our coaches are excited. I know our fans are excited. Can't wait to get out there and just try to do our best. You know, And, and I know our fans will be behind us 1,000%. All these tense, hyper-well games against Cincinnati, you guys have defended them very well over the last two years. What, what do you think has been the common denominator there? <laughs> we've, we've tackled well. We've covered well. You know, I think we've just we, – you've got to be disciplined. You know, you've got to play good, solid football, Childs, and, and that's it. And, and they're going to make their completions. They're going to make their runs, whatever, here and there. you just got to do the best every play you can to uh, keep the ball in front and play good, solid football against them because they're a good, solid football offense. And they've got a heck of a quarterback. They've got talent. They've got an offensive line. They've got a really – one of the better backs in the league for sure, tough runner, all those things. You know, they're well coached, so you just got to play good, solid defense. John, looking at that field goal block on Sunday, um, you know, it looked like an overload. Kohler kind of came over the last moment, trying to clean things up a bit. I guess what was your kind of diagnosis of what went on? Yeah, yeah, we just got a little push in there in the A and B gap for sure, a longer kick. Uh, it forced Tuck to try to bring the, 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 the trajectory down just a little bit to get it there because it was a. It was a long kick in that this time of year, you know, in that kind of a field. Really didn't want to be back there that far to kick it, and uh, and they did a great job of rushing it, and it got blocked. You know, his hand was right there in the right spot. So that's kind of how it goes. It was unfortunate, disappointing. Certainly, if I had to do it again, I'd I'd uh, I'd punt it, and pin him back down there. But then if I'd have punted it, you guys would have been telling me why don't I put Tucker out there to kick it? You know, so uh, you know, hey, that's the way it goes. But it's football. I give them credit; they did a great job. I know, uh, you know everybody would love to play better in the fourth quarter we, as we go into the fourth quarter things. Uh, specifically with Lamar, is there anything when you're watching Lamar in these, these sometimes in the fourth quarter that you would like to, for maybe for him to improve upon at all? <laughs> well, I don't know. Which games are you talking about? I mean, no, nobody's perfect in every game. It's like, you know, Lamar, Lamar competes. He fights. He plays hard. You're going against the best defense in football, the schemes, and it's in crazy situations. And I just wouldn't rather have any quarterback in the league than Lamar Jackson in a tough situation. Uh, you know, we all try to do our best in every situation. We all try to build and improve, you know, through all these experiences that we have. And, and he's no different. I just love his competitiveness. I'm, Lam I'm Lamar Jackson guy, you know. That's my guy. I believe in him. And I'll take him in every fourth quarter situation from here until, until the end of, until I'm done coaching. I'll tell you that. So proud of him. And uh, we'll roll with Lamar Jackson. John, obviously the Bengals aren't where they've been the last couple of years sitting in last place in the division. Um, do you have to be cautious of a team like that, especially them coming off the loss being overly <laughs> desperate oh right my now? Gosh. No, no. I mean, this division's tight. These are the defending champs. These are the Cincinnati Bengals coming in here. We know who they are, what they're about, how good they are. This division is – every team is great. 
So uh, we've got our, we, we're just going to try to play our best football against a great football team on Thursday night. All black uniforms I like the all blacks, you know, but uh, I like I like them all. No, I just like the ones when I walk in the locker room, be honest with you, I walk in the locker room and I see the uniform combination in the locker, whatever one it is. It just gets me psyched up. You know, it's like that's that's what that's what we're going to battle with wearing tonight. And that's the one I like the best, the one we're wearing. And that's just the truth. I was just going to say, hey, man, if we'd have won, if we'd have won, the gold pants would be higher on the rankings right now, but we didn't. So, you know, that was head coach John Harbaugh. We also talked with quarterback Lamar Jackson. Lamar, when you go against a, a, a you know, a division team again, you, you faced Cleveland, you know, a couple times in it. Is it on a short week? Is it easier to go against a defense that you are familiar with, that you, you kind of you know, have a, a, a feeling about? Uh, depends, you know, if they run the same defenses and stuff like that, it might be, you know, but if they try to change it up, uh, we might have to get a feel for the game, you know, at the beginning of the game. Might not know how it starts off, but you know, it's, it is what it is. I'm, I'm glad we're gonna, you know, have these games going back to back, you know, after what happened Sunday. Lamar, it seems like this, you know, Ravens-Bengals rivalry has kind of intensified in recent years when you guys played a lot of big games against each other. Do you see it that way? I mean, you know, why is this rivalry just kind of growing the last few years? Um, I didn't. I, I haven't seen it that way, but um, you can you can say that, Garrett, um, because like you said, you know, the game's been going both ways um, last few years. Uh, but you know, guys just guys just a lot hungry. You know, um, on both teams, um, guys want to win. But um, I don't believe nobody want to win more than we do. I say that. Um, he's a quarterback who is elusive and can get out of trouble. How tough of a balance is it between maybe holding the ball a little longer to try to make a play or just throwing it away to try to, to kind of just to live to fight another day? Is that kind of a tough decision that you face every week? Um, it's only a tough decision if I have to wait for the route to develop, you know, to see if something's going to happen. But uh, if it's short intermediate routes and stuff like that, it, will, it won't be hard. You know, decision making will be easier. Lamar, you've come up with various uh, interesting descriptions to capture guys various guys speed over the years Keaton Mitchell what's the description on his uh, his speed I can't tell you I can't call it it's I mean you gotta see it like every time he touch the ball it's like one carry he's <laughs> he's right here in front of me next thing you know he's in the end zone and I'm celebrating him you know I'm ecstatic um, but I don't know I don't know <laughs> I'll probably have something for you later on down the line <laughs> Hey Lamar, um, three, all three losses this year, you guys did have the lead in that fourth quarter. When you watch and, and kind of um, self-analyze yourself, is there something that you would like to maybe improve on in the, in the fourth quarters? Finishing the game. Um, when we got the ball, have control of the time, have control of the ball, keep getting first downs until the clock says zero and we up with the win. Improve at that. Lamar, what can you do to uh, improve on hitting these guys on the nine, nine routes? Hit them. I mean, it's right there. I'm, I'm pissed off about it, to be honest with you. Um, I don't watch the game, and it's like, like it might be a difference in the game if you know if we connect with that one, you know. But um, gotta, gotta, can't dwell on it, you know. Um, hopefully this Thursday we, we catch them when we want them, you know. We have success with the deep ball. Um, we connect, have chemistry there. But I believe it's there, you know, in practice we, we do it all the time. You know, those guys catch the ball down the field, 40 yards, 50 yards down the field. We just got to need it. Um, we needed to trans, transition over to the games. 
That's all. Lamar, obviously you trust all your guys that are on the offensive line, but when you're in a situation like you were Sunday where you've got multiple backup linemen out there, how, how does that affect you and how you're approaching those plays at, the, at those, in those moments? I mean, bullets flying, so... I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to make something out of whatever play we got called. You know I'm not really dwelling on what's going on with the line. You know because I believe any guy step in, you know they they ready to go. Um, we, we have the offensive lineman to do it. Um, we just need to have success with it. That's all. Mark, do you pay attention at all when you see the opposing uh, injury report? You see some defensive starters out. Is that, does that factor into your thought process at all? Um, not really because uh, guys went down f for Cleveland, you know, and they still end up winning the game. So I, re I really don't pay attention to the injury report because they don't help us. They don't benefit us at all. Mark, do you like, um, do you like playing at night? And d does that get you amped up at all any, any more than usual? I like playing at night, daytime. I played in the morning, I say, in London. Uh, it didn't really count in London, but over here it did, you know, so it really don't matter. You know, I love the game. I play whenever. Is, is there any extra juice, though, for you being in the only game and spotlight and, and that sort of thing, or do you just, it doesn't even matter? When you're in M&T Bank Stadium at nighttime with, with our crowd, it's electrifying. So I'm definitely pumped to be in that, in that atmosphere. What do you think of the, the all-black all uniform that you guys will go with? Sexy. <laughs> That's a sexy color. I like the color. <laughs> With the, everybody's talking in Cincinnati about how this is a must-win game for them. They're 0-2 in the division, 5-4. Do you view it in a similar terms for you guys, given what happened the last time? Jeff, every game for us is a must-win must for us. You know, um, not just because it's in a division game, um, but we, we definitely, I, I believe our team is definitely a lot hungrier just from what happened Sunday in a division loss in a close game. We definitely hungry as well. That was quarterback Lamar Jackson. Linebacker Roquan Smith also talked about what he expects from this game, and it is clear that Roquan is looking forward, not backwards, as the Ravens prepare for the game against Cincinnati. What were your thoughts on the game? Um, honestly, today's Tuesday. Um, we have a Sunday night, I mean a Thursday night game, so I'll shift my focus to, uh, to that. Like, you know, learn from the mistakes and just move on. And that's where my mind is and that's where the guys are. I got a good Bengals team coming into town. Are you any more, you know, extra pumped to get to that to that Bengals game to kind of wipe away whatever happened in the last game? Uh, I'm excited. You know, it's a short week. You know, get the nasty taste out your mouth, being able to just get back out and uh, play the game that we all love. So uh, I'm excited to get back out there. It's a home game, so know the bank's going to be rocking. So ready to uh, get out there and do what we have to do. I think it's different for each and every individual. For me, I don't see any. Uh, line it up. It could have been a game today. I'm ready. Like so, And I'll definitely be ready on Thursday. Brooklyn, I, Brooklyn, I know you want to move forward, but in all the losses this year, you guys have had the lead in the fourth quarter. Why, why do you, what do you think it's going to take for you guys to, in, in those situations, to maybe reverse it and, and finish out those, those close games that you, you know, in, in this year that you have lost? Uh, the game Thursday, that's what I'm focused on. The game Thursday, you know, what's behind us is the past. Uh, I'm looking forward to the future at the end of the day. Yeah, some things throughout the game that uh, we don't like, but hey, that's the past, like I said, and I'm focused on uh, Thursday night at the bank.
Laquan, Joe Burrow seems to be healthier right now than he was the first time. What, what are you seeing him do differently lately than he was able to do back when you guys played him earlier? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, last couple games, he's uh, been able to uh, move around uh, definitely a bit more. But, hey, you know, we've seen him healthy and we've seen him not healthy. So it don't really matter. They're going to come ready, so are we going to come. So it'll be whoever's the best at night, and I like us. Rokon, I wanted to ask uh, a de- defensive player's uh, kind of perspective on Keaton Mitchell. I mean, when you get a smaller, faster back like that suddenly coming in the game, can it, can it put a lot of stress on a defense as a change of pace? Uh, well, I think it just depends on what you're looking at as a defense. But when a guy touches the ball, we all see that he's very electric and do a lot of great things with the ball in his hands. I've seen it throughout camp uh, and OTAs going up on like wheel routes and things like that. So I definitely know the guy has a lot of potential. Uh, so I'm just excited for his future, and I'm sure they'll uh, make good use of him. Well, what has made this uh, right ravens Bengals rivalry as intense as it is these last couple of years? Uh, one, I think, you know, uh, switching, switching ties where it's like, you know, both teams are winning. And I think when you're winning, that's what makes a, a rivalry more intense. Uh, so because when two teams losing or one team is losing, is not really a rivalry. Some may say it based off history. But far as it's just like within the last couple of years, I think it's just the winning, the winning both sides winning. Bro, you guys have done a good job against Bengals and cutting down on big plays and getting them on the ground pretty quickly. How much is tackling a, a point of emphasis this week? Uh, it's it's going to definitely be huge. Uh, knowing tackling is back to the fundamentals, and that's what uh, we're getting back to, and that's going to be crucial this week. So I'm excited to get out there and showcase that ability uh, that I can do as well as the rest of the defense. So we're definitely excited about the opportunity. I know you're looking forward, but 21 tackles this past week was a career high for you. Just what did that feel like for you? Uh, man, I don't really care if I'm being honest. Like, I was more so concerned about the uh, W. Like, I tell you before, like, I can have like Seattle five tackles and like we win. I'm happy, and that's what I truly care more about. It's not about statistics for me. Like, if I was into that, like, you would know. Trust me. <laughs> hey, Rob, one. Uh, Pat Mahomes was on uh, Monday Night Football with many cast last night. Said that in Baltimore and Seattle, the only two places he's ever had to use a silent count just because of how loud it is. How, how do you see that that crowd impact things? You know, obviously expecting a, a loud atmosphere Thursday night. Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to be a hostile environment. Uh, credit that to the fans, honestly. Uh, and, yeah, man, even for me personally, like uh, echoing the call out to the defense sometimes where it's just like guys will be like, what, what? You know, like multiple times, like with the noise being so loud. But it's just a credit to the home crowd, man, and it's a hostile environment to play in. And uh, that's the way we love it. So enjoy playing here. You mentioned the environment. Um, just curious, um, is there a difference for you playing at night you know, stand on a game, that sort of thing. Honestly, man, no. Like, I always say it, and, like, I say it sometimes, like, joking, but, like, I truly can play this game 7 a.m., 12 o'clock at night, out of the bar at 2, 3 in the morning. Whatever you need, I'm here. Trust me. <laughs> Real talk. What do you think of the, the all the all black uniforms? Mark Lamar called them sexy. I don't know what you're <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah, he called them sexy. Wow, a unique unique way to explain them, huh? Describe them in a sense. But no, I would say I think of when I think of like black, like all black, pretty much what I'm wearing right now. Uh, I think of just like you know like physical death row type defense. Like that's what I that's what I think of when I see like black. It's like more of like, okay, show me what you're about. Cause like if not, we're gonna show you. So that's how I associate black in my head, honestly. I know you're proud of your Georgia roots, big boys performing uh, on Thursday. Do you have a favorite outcast song? Um one more time? Do you have a favorite outcast song? 
Uh, favorite Outkast song? No, like that was a little bit before my time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was linebacker Roquan Smith. And as we went to the locker room, we also had a chance to talk with his teammate, fellow linebacker Patrick Queen. Mistakes were made. We all know what the mistakes are. Um, but there's really no time to like just dwell on it and try to capitalize on that moment. We got to just capitalize on the moment that we got coming up. So um, all, our eyes is just on Cincinnati, just go out there and perform at our uh, best. What are the things that you're that you're seeing, or what did you see in Sunday? Just ain't finished. Uh, everybody as a as a whole uh, just ain't do our job to the fullest that we needed to, and uh, that showed on the field. So just now it's all focused on Thursday and just playing our best game. What is the turnaround like to Thursday? Not only that, but two games in the AFC North. Yeah, it's tough, but I mean, at the end of the day, nobody care. Uh, so uh, we just gotta go out there, perform our best, and try to get this win. Are the Bengals kind of the perfect team to kind of get that taste out of your mouth? If you want to put it that way, you can. But I mean, it's just at the end of the day, it's another football game. It's a division game, a game that we need to win. Uh, it's just another another team in our way. So uh, we gotta go out there, play our best game, try to get these guys out the way, and just try to get to this long little break. Patrick, you modeled the uh, all-black uniforms. What are your What's your take on the all-black look? I love the all-black. I think we should wear it more. Honestly, uh, probably, that's probably the best combo to me. Does it get the guys like? Does that look kind of? Add another level of energy to the guys. Like, does it fire up? No, I think I think the energy just comes from the stadium itself. I think uh, no matter what we wear or um, whatever color combination we got, I think we're gonna play as best as we can with as much drive and passion as we can. I think just having the black uniform gets the stadium, stadium rocking a little bit more. In terms of that energy, the stadium. Is there anything that feels different when you play a night game, prime time, that sort of thing? It's definitely it's just it's a playoff atmosphere, uh, especially with that team. What they've been doing lately, uh, it's just, it's, like I said, a playoff atmosphere. So we just got to go out there, like I said, play our best game. Uh, not try to put too much pressure on ourselves. Just go out there and have fun, honestly. Pat uh, Mahomes said yesterday that Baltimore is one of two stages where he's ever had to use a silent gallon. Just so I'm curious, when you're on the field and it's, it's that loud, how does that impact things on the offense and even defense? Yeah, uh, with the offense, they got to use more signals. They got to take their time on stuff. They can't really just, like, quick – Quick snap everything because I got to make sure everybody on the same page. So that's a favor for us. But for as a defense, it's hard to hear each other. Uh, it's hard to communicate. But that's when you really got to like hone in on each other. Uh, just communicate as best as you can and just understand the game plan so that way everybody can be on the same page. Joe, Joe Burrow is healthier than he was the first time around. What do you see from their offense in, in recent weeks and what's kind of the key to stopping them? Their offense goes that he goes. Uh, Obviously, when he was hurt, they weren't doing as good. Now that he's back, he can move around and make every throw uh, outside the pocket and inside the pocket. Uh, you could just, you definitely could tell that he's back to him. So uh, that's a that's a great test for us that we got to go out there and uh, perform and just being able to stop him and control him. That was linebacker Patrick Queen. We also talked with rookie wide receiver Zay Flowers, who's preparing for his first prime time NFL game. They just, what are the emotions going into a primetime game for you? Uh, I'm excited. I'm ready to play. Like, it's my first one, so I want to see how it I want to see how it go. We got an all black, too, so it should be fun. You have memories of being a kid and staying up late watching, watching primetime games? Uh, no, nah, not as a kid. I ain't really watch a lot of football as a kid, but I say more in high school, I, I remember watching them and like, enjoying watching them and wanting to play on and playing them. What are your thoughts on the Ravens all black uniforms? Nasty, nice. I couldn't wait to wear those. I can we go wear black. We go wear black. Now we finally wear black, so 
already. Hey, there's so much talk in Cincinnati about how this is a must-win game for them. They're 0-2 in the division, 5-4 overall. How do you do? You almost approach it. Oh, uh, we approach it. You guys have to be desperate. I mean, it's a must-win for us too if we want to stay ahead of the division. So. We going in and we probably desperate as them, even though we are ahead in the division. What's uh, your take on Thursday night, you know, the short week and how you're getting ready to play? Um, the vets told me just take care of your body and just um, make sure you're ready on Thursday because it happened five to play Sunday. Then we got Monday, we did a little walkthrough. And I, come on, <laughs> And now we just getting ready. So I'm just trying to take care of my body and make sure I'm ready on Thursday. Looks like the Browns had a lot of trouble keeping up with you in man-to-man coverage. When you see man coverage, does that kind of excite you a little bit more? Yeah, a little bit, because I pride myself on winning one-on-one matchups. So to get it and to win and to do what I do after with the ball is just something I pride myself. You have one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How does it feel, man? You know, the get so much separation on man-to-man -man coverage, man. What do you do? Like, what, what's your technique, man? Give us a secret. Um, the secret. Just be quicker than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. That was rookie wide receiver Zay Flowers. We also talked with wide receiver Rashad Bateman. Lamar was asked about the deep connection not being there. Um, I mean, it's a work in progress, uh, for sure. But um, I mean, you know, that's what practice for. We'll connect when it's time to connect. And you know, uh, Lamar holding himself to a high standard. You know, I do as well. So um, we'll get it. You know, but in due time. Given the nature of the AFC North, how tight it is, how different Cincinnati is since week two when you guys saw them, and Sunday's result, does this have a bigger feel? And it's prime time. Nah, it's just really another game. Um, you know, I just think right now we just got to take care of our bodies, you know, both teams, and come out strong, you know, do what we need to do and take care of business. We've heard so much about not finishing offense and defense, but from your perspective, what can it take? Is it that simple to figure out just kind of the three games this season of having the lead late and not being able to? Um, I think it's very simple. You know, we've definitely beat ourselves uh, in all of our losses, so uh, I think that we just need to execute at a higher level and, you know, uh, finish games. You know, we all know that, so um, I think that's what we're going to work on doing. Rashad, uh, Lamar talked about his frustration with himself about not hitting more of the deep balls, the deep shots. What does it take? How do you how do, you do that in season, like improve on that and hit more? Practice. Uh, you do it at practice. So uh, that's what we do every day. And we'll continue to work on it. But patience is key. And, you know, uh, we'll hit it when we hit it. Now you take your fashion seriously. Do you have a favorite uniform combination? This one that we're wearing Thursday, for sure, all black. Um, for sure. Um, I like all purple, too, but all black definitely rings a bell for me. What, do you, what kind of statement do you think the all black makes? Say it again? What kind of statement do you think the all black unis make? I don't really make a statement. It's just uniform. You still got to go play football, so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Is there, is there part of you that relishes sort of the prime time nature of the playoff night? Do you get up for that at all, or is it, does it really happen? It's definitely cool, you know, growing up, you know, what a play in the NFL, watching primetime games. Um, it's definitely something that I dream about playing in, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night, whatever it is. So um, it's definitely an awesome feeling. Before the NFL, you've had injuries, this offense, 
we see what happens when, when you get the ball. Have you considered yourself a patient person before entering the NFL? Yeah, I've always had to wait my turn. Um, and it comes to me when it comes to me. Um, but the one thing I learned about the NFL is, you know, it's not a one-man's game. And this offense has a lot of weapons, so um, I honestly just got to be patient, uh, do what's best for the team, and um, just wait until that time comes. Thank you. Thank you. That was wide receiver Rashad Bateman. We also had a chance to talk with veteran offensive tackle Morgan Moses. Now, he's been dealing with a shoulder injury for the last few games, did not play on Sunday, but he indicated that he's going to be ready to play this week, and here's what he had to say. I'm um, getting preparing myself to get ready for this. Um, you know, I'm excited. Um, you know, it's been a while, so, you know, I haven't missed a lot of games in my career, so just being able to get out there, you know, be in the huddle, get back used to Lamar calling the plays, being with the guys, um, all those little things that you take for granted, but, you know, um, the time off, you know, it makes you look yourself in the mirror and, and realize, you know, what you've been missing out on and the things that you, you know, you, you truly appreciate. So I'm, I'm happy to be out there with the guys. So you're prepared to be there Thursday? Um, yeah, I'm prepared. I'm prepared, yeah. Anybody else? Well, just, you kind of spoke to it, but you're a guy that has a lot of pride that does not miss much time. Yep. And I, I guess how challenging has it been for you knowing that over the course of the season, having to miss time with you, you have not had to do um, it's been very challenging, but you know, um, like I said, we got a great group of guys in this locker room. Um, very uplifting, and just finding um, you know different ways that I can be there for the guys. You know, um, for Patrick, Pat McCarry, um, obviously Ronnie, Daniel. Um, you know, watching film and with them, and and kind of seeing, telling them what I see from a veteran's perspective and things like that. And that kind of helps you, you know, sharpen your your, your tools as well. So, um, just continue pressing forward and just getting ready. Oh, 100%. You know, he's not a backup, I and mean, we consider him as a starter, man. What he brings into the table every day, um, being, I mean, I don't think there's another guy in this league that can go in there and play all, all five positions and do it at, at a great level. So, um, you know, we've always respected him. And, you know, the thing about us, especially the tackles, man, we all sit down together and we, we you know, we, we look at the film, we talk about football all the time and how we can help one another. And that's the beauty of it. You know, when you got a lot of teammates in a locker room like that, that you can feed off of one another, um, you know, it's, it's a great feeling. What do you see out of the Cincinnati front, and, and what do you see about uh, from their defense overall? Um, you know, obviously it's, it's the division. You know, everybody plays hard, everybody plays well. Um, you know, they have a great defense. Um, you know, they got a lot of skill sets, and they play a lot of things. You know, they got, you know, they got guys on every different level of the defense. And um, you know, as far as to go out there, we got to execute and play our top game. You know, everybody's gonna be watching. It's Thursday night. It's a big game. It's a big game in the division. So um, you know, we got to make sure we do the things that we need to do. To take care of take care of the job. You talk about that big game. You know, you you played a lot of big games in this league, yeah. and when you look at you know what you guys, what happened on Sunday to, to both you guys and Cincy, mm -hmm. and where you guys hope to be at the end of the year, given the standings at this point, how big does it make it on Thursday? Um, you know, obviously, man, it's the road to success. You know, and um, you know, obviously, we got to do the things that we need to take care of to uh, to execute those things, and um. You know, for us, it's just to put one foot at a time. You know, we know it's a short week. You know, you know, guys are doing everything they can to prepare, prepare themselves, get their bodies ready. Um, but when those lights turn on on Thursday, man, I think the guys will be ready to go. Morgan, you transitioned to the AFC North, and here you are playing two division games in five days. How do you describe what you've learned this division to be when your teams go head-to-head -head like this? Oh, man, you know, you got to get the ice tubs ready. You got to get the sauna ready, all the, all the, the recovery equipment, because you know it's going to be a battle, you know. Anything that's healed up over the last three days is, is probably going to, the scab is probably going to peel off anyway. So, um, you know, you just have to go in there with that mindset, that boxing mentality, and, and get ready to play.
From an offensive lineman's perspective, how do you like the all-black uniforms? Oh, sick, man. Anytime you get to wear all-black, you know, I, I told somebody this earlier, I said, you can match the cleats up with pretty much anything. So um, it'll be fun. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, the stadium's going to be all blacked out. Um, it's an 8 o'clock game, so uh, it'll be a nice one. Morgan, you talked about the physical challenges of a short week, but with it being a division rival team that you're very familiar with, is it a little bit easier for, for us to prepare for a Thursday night game against a division opponent as opposed to if you're playing an NFC team? No, I, I wouldn't say that. You know, every game is a challenge, and you know, everything, uh, you know, everybody brings their best on Sunday. Everybody has a change up, you know, so whatever we saw, you know, weeks ago when we played them, um, it'll be something different, you know. Um, they're excited, we're excited, so, you know, we'll see what we strap up on Thursday. That was right tackle Morgan Moses. And lastly, we also talked with center Tyler Linderbaum. Like I said earlier, you know, a lot of good players, um, you know, play as a unit, play as a team. I think they lead the uh, league in interceptions, so they look for takeaways. And, you know, that's what they're going to try to be doing. Um, you know, it's, it's our job to play our kind of football, uh, execution, and then just be ready to go on Thursday. How special is it playing in an atmosphere like a primetime game? You're at home. And you're the only game on. Yeah, uh, you know, all eyes are on us, Baltimore versus uh, Cincinnati. So, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be good. Uh, going to have to get our bodies ready for Thursday. They're going to have to do the same thing and, and come out there ready to perform. How important do you think, you know, running the ball? You guys are still tops in the league. Uh, you know, establishing the run against the Bengals defense. How important do you feel like that's going to be? I think anytime you can get the run game going, it's going to, you know, benefit you as an offense, you know, especially as a lineman. You know, that's our. That's our that's our motto. That's what we want to do. Get the run game going, um, and then that leads to other things. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, we run whatever it is called, and we do our best, you know, to protect Lamar, and he finds the open receivers, and then um, yeah, it all works out for, in itself. We've been asking everybody their thoughts on the black uniforms. As as an offensive lineman, is is all black? Is it slimming? What's your what's your feeling on all black uniforms? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I think it's better than all white. So. Um, <laughs> So we're definitely happy with the uniforms. That was Senator Tyler Linderbaum. You're listening to the Ravens Press Pass podcast. Also head over to the Lounge podcast feed if you want more of a breakdown of what to expect in Thursday night's game coming up against Cincinnati. That's it for us here today, but stay tuned. We are going to be back after the game Thursday night with all the analysis and sound bites from that game against the Bengals. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.